Hello everyone, my name is Tom Stewart. Significant pause. Welcome to Hammer Time, a newfangled podcast about old-fangled horror. Where I am hoping I got that right, because that is not normally my line. So it is just me here today, talking into the void, staring into the abyss. So... Usual Friday stuff. Hey, I didn't see you come in. Because we were feeling particularly grumpy when we recorded the Woman in Black episode way back in November, we actually have a good deal of extra audio that we weren't able to fit into the episode. It was running too long. So we want to give just a small amount of that conversation that didn't make it in today. We're going to be going over in this audio clip some of the ways that we think the movie could have been resuscitated. Because, yes. That is how megalomaniacal we are. Specifically, we were discussing how the movie could have had a better ending. We talked about how the movie botched the ending in the main episode, and this was just a small conversation that happened after that that I thought that you might be interested in. Cue the tape. There are so many ways in which this movie could have saved itself with a good ending. In fact, we, uh, in our abject boredom, came up with at least two ideas that I think could work better. So to start this up, the movie ends with Daniel Radcliffe's character, his son, his secretary, and his friend, the local wealthy citizen, played by Kieran Hines, all going to the train station so that he and his son and his secretary can return home to London uh, and escape the clutches of the woman in black. And it seems as though he has actually made it, he's just bought the train ticket, when the woman in black appears and entices his son to step out onto the tracks. And Daniel Radcliffe, spoiler alert, runs out to save him and ends up being plowed down by a train. And this leads us to my idea as to how the movie could have ended, scenario numero uno. Throughout the course of this movie, there's never been a positive haunting or ghost. Perhaps the closest is Kieran Hines' wife, who is occasionally possessed by her son, but this is still a haunting that is miserable. The son is trapped while he is talking to his mother, he is warning her of eventualities where children would be dying. And yet we see at the end the ghost of Daniel Radcliffe's wife step forward, this beautiful white-clad figure, and taking Daniel Radcliffe and his son off to heaven. And it's this wonderful, trite, boring ending. I think what would have been interesting would be if we had witnessed this woman in white stepping forward, reaching out her hand to Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe takes it and then in an instant, in a glitch, she reveals herself to be actually the woman in black. And this would, to a certain extent, at least keep it thematically within the family of the other woman in black texts that we've seen, which feature Daniel Radcliffe's character surviving and remaining haunted by the events that took his son that he cannot fully understand. At least in this way, he would still be within the thrall of the woman in black. It would be in the afterlife, but we would at least still be able to have an ending that is thematically nuanced. It would be bleak. It would give a fitting, perhaps slightly more thoughtful end to the movie, and a bit of a twist at the end, rather than this quite out of tone happy ending that is tacked on at the very last moment. And my idea was um, a little- Scenario numero dos. 
excellent work, Tom. Um, my thought was that, you know, everybody thinks that the woman in black is the ghost of Jeanette, this woman who went mad and hung herself or hanged herself. But the movie's inciting incident is the death of Mrs. Drablow. I thought it would be interesting that they spend all this time trying to pacify the ghost of who they think the woman in black is, only for it to turn out it was never Jeanette in the first place. It was always Mrs. Drablow. Instead of having this woman turn into uh, this sort of horrible monster that can't ever let go of the past, you have this woman who, while alive, we're told, was a really unpleasant, monstrous figure. So this would be an entire rewriting of the final reel, then? Uh, it kind of ties into what you were saying about how they th how they think they can do this ritual to appease the ghost. I would love it if it was just, it, they got the wrong person. I like this idea because it would allow the movie a bit of space to provide, perhaps, some more interesting or nuanced female characters, rather than just having one character who is crazy and therefore can be easily dismissed or not fleshed out into a proper character, we have a woman who is persecuted, who is misunderstood, and then another female character that is actually important to the plot, who could be portrayed perhaps as monstrous, perhaps as something quite different, but it would allow for a bit of a rupture to the original storyline that would give room for more nuanced psychological portrayals of female characters, which is something that is distinctly lacking in this movie. So if we are going to rewrite the last bit of the movie, I think a third scenario that might be interesting would be if they did actually deal with the woman in black, but suddenly there is this group of child ghosts that can't be appeased, that did die traumatically, that had a terrible history of death, and, and now follow Radcliffe's character. This would fit in with the continued haunting that we see in the other versions of the Woman in Black text, the play, the novel, and I think it would also provide a stronger and more convincing example of the idea that history and mourning cannot be so easily appeased. Maybe the ritual works on that one ghost, but the tragic life of Drablo has caused a cascading series of tragedies, and while you may be able to appease some of that history, you can never appease all of it. So, um, Hammer, if you're listening, uh, we got a couple screenwriters here who are ready to do Woman in Black 3 back in black. That's terrible. Um, give, give us a call. Now, scenarios four and five were respectively, it was all a dream and just stop the movie after the first 10 minutes. So those ones aren't really worth getting into. And that's really about it for this conversation. We just thought it was interesting enough that it would be a fun little bonus piece of audio for our listeners. While I have you listening, I wouldn't mind taking a moment to plug the fact that we are on iTunes. And for podcasts like ours that are just starting out, iTunes reviews and iTunes ratings are incredibly important. So this is our shameless plug. Uh, if you do like the show, please go on there, leave just a few words of review, uh, or if you don't have time for that, life is pretty busy nowadays, just add a rating in terms of their star system. It would mean a great deal to us, and it would allow us to gain a bigger audience and expand the podcast uh, as much as possible. So, so thank you for listening to our little bonus episode. We're going to have a full episode next week, The Quartermass Experiment. I love this movie, and I think it's going to be a pretty good episode. My name's Tom Stewart. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.